Now it's time for the rural news with Maya Burry and Maya. Dry conditions are biting on the west coast. What are farmers saying? Kia ora, Charlotte. A West Coast farming leader says the region is on the cusp of drought, with some farmers already buying in feed and offloading stock. While it's been a wet summer for much of the country, on the West Coast it's been a different story, and some parts of the region haven't seen meaningful rain in weeks. Fire and Emergency recently suspended all fire permits in the Grey District, citing a shortage of water due to the lack of significant rainfall. West Coast Federated Farmers President Bede O'Connor says the dry conditions are setting in much earlier than usual, which is a worry. The last big real dry event we had on the West Coast was 2013, so it's about 10 years ago. Um, and that didn't start drying out till February. Um, you know, we had rain, I can remember that year, we had rain at the end of January, significant rain, and then we had a dry period. This is quite early for it to be dry, and traditionally February is our driest month on the coast. Bede O'Connor says the best thing farmers can do is make management decisions early. Certainly I know of a number of areas where um, growth is stopping and people are having to make decisions about what you know, number of cows they're milking or buying in supplement feed. That's happening pretty much as we speak. And Bede O'Connor says if the rain doesn't arrive in the next 10 days, the situation could become a lot more serious. Meanwhile, Met Service meteorologist Lewis Ferris told Morning Report that the weather in the coming weeks wasn't expected to bring much relief to the parched region. Speaking about February as a whole, we would expect it to be drier than normal down around the west coast of the South Island, given that we're still under these sort of La Nina conditions, more high pressure lingering around the South Island, low pressure systems coming out of the Tasman Sea or north of the uh, New Zealand. They can bring some rain to the west coast, it's just they're a little bit less likely to make it down there. So people around the North Island might continue to see some of these wet conditions and not so much of that making it down south. That's Lewis Ferris from Met Service. To other news, and it's out of the US, and the, this is news that the world's uh, first vaccine for honeybees has been approved. This is sparking hope for beekeepers here. The vaccine, which has been approved by the US Department of Agriculture, is aimed at preventing deaths from a bacterial infection known as American fowlbrood disease, which attacks bee larvae. The vaccine works by introducing an inactive version of the bacteria into royal jelly fed to the queen. Her offspring then gain immunity. Canterbury beekeeper Barry Hance says the news is promising as American fowl brood causes significant losses for beekeepers here. He says it's caused a few headaches for his business. We're just trying to get on top of it now. I think we've been over the top of the hill when we're going down the other side. This season just been, we've burned probably up to 30 hives, between 20 and 30 hives, you know, and, and the price of a hive is sort of $300 is, is a rough idea. So in the years before that, we were burning a few more. Um, so, I mean, it's a costly exercise at the end of the day, and if there's something out there that can um, help us get rid of it, then it's, um, it's certainly of, of, of huge benefit to the industry. Barry Hance says even if the vaccine did work on bees here, it could still be years before it's made available in Aotearoa. New Zealand has been trying to eradicate American fowlbrood disease for the last 25 years. A group representing kiwi fruit growers says getting on top of fruit quality issues is a top priority for the industry. 
Kiwi fruit marketer Zespri said on Friday that some growers are now going to be paid significantly less for last year's crop, and that's because issues with fruit quality are worse than first anticipated. It's estimated 20% of the fruit sent to Europe in the last quarter of 2022 had to be discarded because it wasn't good enough. New Zealand Kiwi Fruit Growers Chief Executive Colin Bond says it's working with Zespri to improve this. Absolutely. It was one of it was the 2022 harvest challenge was the quality of our fruit. So we're doing everything we can to make sure that we put quality fruit in a box in 2023. And we want to learn the lessons from last year to make sure it's not, not a problem again in, fr- in future seasons. Can you talk about any of the measures that are likely to be put in place for this season? Well, short term, we know that uh, it's important how we handle the fruit at harvest has an important role to play. So we know that we can, if we can nail that factor, we significantly reduce the risk of poor fruit going to markets. But then there's some broader questions we have around what's happening to the fruit on orchard before harvest, and that's going to take some science and, and, and a few months, if not years, to sort out. Colton Bond says it's looking like this season's crop will be smaller than last year, which will hopefully make managing these quality challenges a bit easier. Farmers are being reminded to notify fire and emergency and put up signs when they're lighting stubble fires. The organisation says at the moment it's being called out about four times every week to stubble fires in Canterbury, which isn't a good use of resources. Stubble fires are when farmers burn off crop stubble to prepare for land for re-sowing. Fire and Emergency Spokesperson Dean Harker says there's a few things farmers can do to avoid unnecessary call-outs make sure that they go onto the check it soil right page to make sure it is a, a good day to be burning and checking on the weather conditions because um, the last thing that we want is them igniting the crops and it's a real windy day and the you know and the wind takes the embers and blows them into somewhere where they shouldn't be which then creates fires so yeah and some of that um, messaging that we've been putting out as well is for farmers that are on sort of main arterial routes is to put maybe signs you know on a fence line that's visible by motorists to say that it is a controlled burn. Mr Harker says a stubble fire lit in the Selwyn district at the weekend quickly got out of hand because the farmer had not checked the weather conditions. And just finally, the first wool sales for the year have been and gone and prices remained steady or weaker on the sales prior to Christmas. Pricing in both the North and South Island for good average clean crossbred wool is sitting around $2.50, which is well below the break-even range for farmers.